Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Have You Seen That with T. It is your host with the most. It is your boy T with another episode of the podcast coming. I swear this is like a bi-weekly thing now. I need to I need to get better. I keep saying this. I'm like a, a broken record. I'm like abusive uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. I keep telling you I'm going to do better, and, and I just don't do it. I just need to do better. Um, try to get some weekly content out there. It's just really hard to do with two kids, major major life events happening and things like that. But I'm not going to make any more excuses. I'm just going to get right into it. In this episode, we are really are going to dig deep into the third quarter, the fourth quarter, I'm sorry, of this year. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, really, it's the third quarter of this year because or the first quarter of the next year, it all depends on if you're going on fiscal years or actually calendar years. But let's just finish out this calendar year with the last few months of the year, the movie releases that we have going. And this is going to really kind of do a lot of different things, Uh, talk about some streaming movies, talk about movies coming to the theater. And I know I'm going to miss a bunch of them. There are definitely a lot of movies that I just see previews to. I'm not exactly sure when the Book of Clarence comes out, um, but at the same time, I'm not exactly sure if I want to go see the Book of Clarence. It does look interesting, but at the same time, so do a lot of other things. Um, And I'm not a big religious person. I'm not a big fan of the religious movies and things of that nature. So I'm not exactly sure, but here we are. It's September. It's already middle of September. I just celebrated my daughter's eighth birthday yesterday. Uh, Mary Washington, I love you with every single bit of my being. And I know she had a great day yesterday. Tyler had a great day as well. Um, And I learned yesterday that Tyler now does a sad face. I know this because he told my wife that he was going to come and use his sad face on me um, so I could take him out to the trampoline, which in all other days would be great, but my backyard looks like a complete jungle and wilderness. I have not touched my weeds in probably a month or two. It's a jungle back there, literally, so I didn't want to be outside. Uh, with the kids, I didn't want them to run around in a terribly mowed and untrimmed uh, backyard and get onto the trampoline because I hadn't cleaned that trampoline in quite a bit of time. Uh, but Once again, no more excuses because my wife took him outside because that's what she does. She's going to take care of Tyler no matter what (laughs) is the situation. But his sad face almost worked on me. I really, I don't think I've ever seen a kid look as sad as he looked at me. And next time he does it, I'm going to record it. Uh, But here we are, fall movie preview. And I do have a few movies. So I watched a few movies last week and I can't remember them all, but I do remember one. It was called The Pillow. What is it? The Pillow Fight Massacre or something stupid. It was it was a terrible uh, attempt of a slasher movie um, where some guy wearing a clown costume hunts down these four nubile 20-something-year-old women in a cabin in the woods And it was, for all intents and purposes, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, And I'm pretty sure no one's ever heard of it because I just saw it on on Cody. I saw it in one of my um, movies on Magic Dragon. Big fan of Magic Dragon. That's where I watch all of my movies uh, through Cody. 
And this movie was just terrible. It was absolutely uh, abhorrent. Um, the, the effects were terrible. There was a point where they chopped off this guy's hand and you just saw like blood squirting out and it looked like something that I could do um, and not a professional filmmaker. But yeah, that, that movie happened. I also watched Shortcomings, which was actually a movie that I wanted to watch a few weeks ago. Didn't have a chance to go check it out in the movie theater. Finally got a chance to go check it out. And I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Um, all of the actors involved in it, the messages, the kind of themes of it, of people just being terrible people, right? Like at the end of the day, um, a part, some people are just not good people. They are Everybody's the hero in their own story. Ben, the title character in this movie, was the hero in his own story, but he was just not a good dude. He was he made poor life choices. He got everything he deserved at the end of it, which was absolutely being alone and being within himself. And maybe he turned everything around. Uh, it was a story about you know uh, Ben being the uh, uh, the main protagonist, the main character, his friend Alice, the, their best friends. Um, and his girlfriend, Miko, him and his girlfriend get into an argument because he is watching uh, white blonde girl porn. And she turns that into an argument. And of course, we later find out in the movie, she kind of turned that into an argument to get away from him. She was trying to find a reason to run away. And that was one of the reasons she lied to him on why she was actually leaving San Francisco to go to New York. He finds out about this lie. He tries to like make her feel bad about it. But in the end, she kind of just told him, like, you're just not a good dude. You're you're a terrible person who masquerades as this good guy who thinks that he is once again being the hero in his own story. Um, he just uh, didn't get it that he was this sarcastic, uh, sardonic, uh, just like imbecile of a person who who just thought too well of himself, thought too much of himself. And he reminds me of a lot of people on the Internet. Um, who just have this this opinion uh, that they think that everyone else should value when no one but them really value their own opinion. And it's with all people. Like I don't care uh, with what what uh you know Gal Gadot thinks about um, climate change. Like I don't care. She her opinion is just as valid as my opinion. She just has more followers. She a lot better looking than I am as well. And I think that that was like one of the underlying themes of this movie, which I thought was funny. But Shortcomings is a good movie. Uh, definitely it'll be coming out on streaming soon. And uh, check that out once it does. Um, and then the first movie, this movie actually begins the fall movie preview. And I actually got a chance to watch this movie over the weekend. Love at first sight. And if you listen to this podcast for more than a day, if you're one of my seven uh subscribers who listen to the you know podcast at least for the first 10 minutes of it um you know i love rom-coms you know i love romantic comedies it, it is my jam it is what i do it's what i like to watch when i'm having a bad day because it just it puts me in a good place i'm not a big hallmark movie fan like a lot of those movies are just overly cheesy but i do like real life situations in which people find real love and love at first sight was just that you know we had uh, ben Hardy and Haley Lou Richardson uh, playing Oliver and Hadley, um, who meet each other in a chance meeting in an airport. They ended up, you know, fate plays a big part in a lot of different things that happen to them throughout the movie. 
And Jamila, uh, Jamila Janil uh, plays like, I guess, like the fairy godmother in this movie. And she is just, she pops up as random characters throughout the movie, which I do love in this movie. It works really well because every time she's on the screen, she just kind of glows. She just brings this, she just has this energy and she's just gorgeous, flat, I mean, just flat out gorgeous. Um, but yeah, she brings a lot to the table and these two characters meet each other. They sit with each other on the plane and they kind of just uh, really fall in love with each other. Um, sometimes it can happen that simply, but what happens once they get off the plane, it's one of those misconnection things where, you know, her phone is perpetually dying all the time, which didn't make any sense to me because you could have charged it while you're on the plane. Like this is not... 1995 like each of the planes have usb outlets where you can charge your devices on the plane uh during that cross-atlantic or transatlantic um flight from the u.s to london um you could have charged your phone come on women do better and i say that because my wife does it all the time where she just oh my phone's gonna die dude you're sitting on your computer you work from home plug in your phone while you're sitting at your computer i'm sorry I didn't mean, I didn't mean, it was, I was, that just gave me a flashback. But anyways, I, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It was very cute. It was very romantic. It was very, uh, not really hallmarky, but at the same time, very pure and innocent in that love that these two uh, characters kind of found for each other. And it helped that the two actors and actresses brought a lot of different emotions to the roles um, because it wasn't a very cut and dry you know, oh, I love you, I love you type thing where they're going through real life things. And and I thought that the movie really, really did that well. Um, you know, them going through those real life situations. Uh, but I really enjoyed that. And that really is one of the first uh, movies that we want to preview. Love at First Sight, if you haven't seen it, it is on Netflix. Um, also, Dumb Money came out this week. I think it's limited and I think it does... Uh, do a worldwide release on the 29th of September. This week, uh, uh, for the 15th of September, we have a million miles away. I haven't had a chance to check that out with uh, Michael Pena, who is one of my favorite actors of all time. I love Michael Pena. A million miles away, a story of um, a, a NASA engineer. You know, he works his way through college. He wants to go to space. That's his big dream. He works his way into NASA and he works his way as an engineer up into a point where he actually goes in outer space, uh, it's based on a true story. Uh, so I definitely will check that out at some point. Um, last movie that, that premieres this week, I don't think it's made it to any theaters here, The Outlaw Johnny Black, um, the follow-up by Michael J. White to Black Dynamite, set in the Western, kind of a Blazing Saddles meets Black Dynamite. Uh, type scenario. I've been looking forward to this movie. I think the movie's been made for about two years now, and he finally got it out, uh, and it finally does hit theaters this weekend. Um, next weekend, September 22nd, we got The Expendables 4. Not really looking forward to that too much, um, but at the same time, I will go see it because I love a big budget action movie uh, played out on the screen where we get to see Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, um, Tony Jaws back, you know, and, and just Megan Fox is in for the, along for the ride. She's just going to be on camera, just looking sultry and kind of brooding and, and smoldering, whatever, whatever adjective you could use for just looking good on camera. I'm pretty sure Megan Fox is going to do it in the Expendables 4. 
Um, also next week is It Lives Inside. I didn't know. I kept I kept seeing people post about it, you know, in in, in my YouTube uh, movie friends circles. Everybody kept talking about this It Lives Inside, and I finally saw a preview for it today. And it looks kind of interesting. It's a and what I love right now in Hollywood is is this whole diversity thing, right? Where finally these movies uh, that are not typical uh, movies, and by typical I mean white movies, um, white American movies, um, where we have protagonists of different ethnicities, and they're not just pigeonholed. They didn't just make this movie uh, for an, an Indian American. Um, you know, woman, they didn't make it uh, as like a diversity hire. They, it's an actual, actual, you know, uh, pre- predominantly Indian American cast, which is Amer- which which is amazing to me. Um, that that finally we're getting different points of view, and this is in the horror genre, and we don't see that too much. We always, and and of course, they make those type of movies in India. Uh, they make movies for Indians in India, um, but at the same time in America, we make these very uh, cookie cutter, uh, wholesome American movies, these wholesome slasher movies. Um, and this one is is a demonic type movie, which you know I don't like. I'm not a big fan of possession movies, but the preview had it looking really good and it looks really scary. Um, so I really, because next week, um, then, it, you know, it depends on how good the Expendables 4 is. I might check that one as well, check that one out as well and do a review on that. Uh, but a movie that is coming out on Hulu next weekend on the September 22nd, No One Will Save You. Once again, as in doing research for these movies, these upcoming movies, I saw the preview to No One No One Will Save You. And it's an alien invasion movie uh, set in a very secluded cabin area. With this one lady's home alone and, and aliens come to her home and it looks really scary. Like it looks very intense. Um, and I'm looking forward to that now. On the 29th, we got the big, this is like, I feel like this is one of the big blockbusters of the year that's not getting enough credit because it's more of a lower budget. It's not, you know, a $300 million movie. The Creator, uh, starring John David Washington, um, Looks really good. Looks really interesting. Um, and I'm really excited to check that out. Um, it's about AI. It's about, you know, saving uh, this one uh, child who is like, uh, I guess, the epitome of artificial intelligence or the living example of artificial intelligence. I don't exactly know the premise of the movie. I just know all the visuals that I've seen on the trailer, and I and I, I think going into the movie that's going to be better. I feel like going into the movie and not knowing everything about the plot is going to make it a lot more interesting, and hopefully I'm pleasantly surprised when I get a movie that I'm not expecting when it subverts the genre when it subverts my expectations. That's awesome. We got Saw X as well. We got Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. The Mighty Movie. I'm so excited to see that movie with my son. He's really excited about checking that out as well. Also on the 29th, we got two lower tiered movies. We got Deliver Us, which is the story of a nun who um, is having an immaculate conception and she's supposed to be birthing twins, one being uh, our savior 
and the other one being Antichrist. Now, that is a conundrum in itself. Um, and I would love to see where they go from this. This is coming out in theaters. I'm not sure if this is a worldwide uh, theater release, but I'm pretty sure it will be on video demand uh, more sooner than later. The last movie on the 29th, I sort of previewed this, and I just had to talk about it, Muzzle. It stars Aaron Eckhart, and he plays a cop who's a canine cop. And this canine gets killed, and they play this up so heavy. And he has to get a new partner, and his new partner has a titanium jaw. He's a canine with like, like he's like the canine who, who with an edge. And I just thought that was so funny. And I, at first, when I read the synopsis, I thought it was going to be a parody, but this is like a real life serious movie. Like Aaron Eckhart is like really brooding in a lot of the scenes. And it's like, he's really upset that somebody killed his dog almost to the level of John Wick's upset, but let's not, let's not kid ourselves. This will not be John Wick five. Um, this will be an Aaron Eckhart movie about a canine cop who loses his canine partner and gets a new canine partner. And he's out for revenge. And that in itself makes me want to watch the movie. I will never go pay to go see this movie. But when it is on demand, when it is on video on demand, or when I can get it on my fire stick, I'm all in. October 6th, we got uh, The Exorcist uh, Believer. I am so, like, I saw the preview of this, and I had no idea what it was when the preview first came on. And I was like, what is this? And midway through, I was like, oh, this is the new Exorcist because you pretty much you get it once you got it. And boy, oh boy, I'm all in for this. I am all in for this Exorcist Believer movie. And Lord knows I don't enjoy possession movies, but this looks so good. It looks so amazing. It just looks like it's going to be as scary as every other Exorcism movie should have been. Um, and it just looks like a good story. Uh, another movie coming out on October 6th, we got Foe. Um, that movie, man, I just had a blank. I had, I don't have notes on these movies. I'm just kind of going off the top of my dome. But I do have a list of movies. And Foe, for some reason, has just completely, I've drawn a blank. It is a movie that I want to see because the actors in it make me want to go see the movie. But now I can't think of the plot. So I'm just going to move on. The next movie is Freelance. The next movie has John Cena and Allison Brie. It's, it was made by the producers and director of the original Taken. And I'm all in. That's all you, you, all you had to say was John Cena, Allison Brie, Taken, and I'm there. It's an action movie called Freelance. Um, also on October 6th, we got two streaming movies. Reptile, which stars Benicio Del Toro and Justin Timberlake. That's going to be on Netflix on October 6th. And Totally Killer, which is kind of in the vein of Final Girls. Uh, the director of Final Girls saw the preview of this and tweeted, oh, somebody else made my movie. It's about a, a story of a girl who gets transported to 1991 to the summer camp in which her mom got killed. And they're all being, you know, she's trying to stop her mom from being killed by a slasher who goes through and kills everybody. I think it's set in a movie too, which is exactly the plot of The Final Girls. Um, but it's called Totally Killer. It's going to be on Prime Video. And that looks totally killer. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, last movie on October 6th, Cat Person. So 
I was just looking at a whole bunch of movies and looking at the list of movies, never heard of it. Movie called Cat Person. The uh the the poster of the movie has two people kissing. And I'm like, uh, should I even click on the trailer? And I'm so glad I did. Uh, this is a dating movie about a girl who meets a guy on a dating site. The guy ends up not being anything like he says he is, and it turns into this kind of thriller, uh, which is the story of everybody dating in the year 2023. Thank God I found my wife. Um, I don't know how y'all do it. Uh, this online dating thing, I remember when it was very niche, and you had to kind of secretly... Um, it wasn't cool in the 90s to tell somebody you met someone online. People would clown you for it when I when I would say it. Oh, man, I met this person online and we're going to go out on a date. And they're like, you met a person on the Internet and you're going to meet them in real life? That's insane. Fast forward 30 years or 20 something years later, and it's the norm. I think that's funny. But I do, I do remember feeling awkward anytime I would tell somebody, yo, I'm about to go on a date with somebody I met on a dating website. And they're like, oh, that's so corny. Why would you ever do that? You must be desperate. No comment. I was desperate back then, though. Let's, let's not listen. I'm not even going to kid myself. <laughs> but here we are. October 13th, a very, very slow week for movies. Uh, the only big movie of that week in theater is Anatomy of a Fall, which is a German movie, uh, kind of in the vein of The Staircase. If you haven't seen that movie or the documentary, it's about a guy. Uh, the movie Anatomy of a Fall is about a guy who falls out of a window, and they don't know if it's uh, suicide or homicide, uh, and it looks really interesting. I probably will not go see that in the theater. I probably will definitely check that out when it's streaming. Uh, because it is a foreign film. I don't think I've ever gone to see a foreign, foreign film other than, I think, um, one of Jackie Chan's earlier movies, Rumble in the Bronx. Um, that's probably the only movie that I've ever gone to see that was dubbed in the theater. Um, we also have The Burial that's on Amazon Prime, starring Tommy Lee Jones and, and Jamie Foxx. Uh, also, Fair Play, which looks really good. It's a Netflix uh, Wall Street thriller uh, I'm not too familiar with two people, too many people in the cast of that movie, but it does star Alden, Alden, uh, Eidenreich from Solo. Uh, he's going to be in that movie as well, but it does look really interesting. Um, October 20th, we have Killers of the Flower Moon, and I will not lie to you. I'm not going to sit here. So I, I've kind of immersed myself in the, in this YouTube movie, movie critics um, kind of circle, like it's a group of people linking. Everybody has their little clicks and stuff like that on YouTube. All of the, all of the influencers and the people who make, um, YouTube channels and things like that. And everybody is so hyped about this movie. Uh, Leo, Martin, Scors Scorsese, um, this killers of the flower moon thing. And I can't lie to you. I'm so not impressed. I'm I'm so not hyped. I will watch it. it. Originally, I thought it was coming out on Apple Plus, so I'm like, oh, I'm there. I'm good, definitely going to watch this on Apple Plus, but I don't see myself going to the theater to watch a three-hour-long Martin Scorsese epic um, because I'm just not into that. That's not like, in all honesty, it takes a lot for me to get. I didn't go see Oppenheimer for that reason. And Christopher Nolan is literally one of my favorite directors. Um, so I, I just can't see myself 
uh, going to check this out in the theater, but I will definitely see it when it comes out on Apple Plus. Um, the Persian version, this is a rom-com kind of quirky comedy that's coming out. Uh, not too many people have heard of it. I will definitely check that out when it's streaming as well, because um, I'm pretty sure uh, this movie is not going to be playing here in the local AMC because we get only we don't get too many limited releases here. Only the big, big budget movies. Um, October 27th, we got Five Nights at Freddy's. If the rumors are true that this movie is three hours, that'll be another movie that I'm not going to watch. Uh, but I am intrigued on it. It looks scary. It looks pretty uh, looks pretty cool. Josh Hutcherson's in it, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm all there for that. Um, also on Netflix on October 27th, we got Pain Hustlers. For some reason, everybody wants to make a movie about the opioid crisis now. Um, everybody wants to talk about, you know, Oxycontin and Percocet, how it has ruined America's youth. Uh, but I'll definitely check that out because it's going to be on Netflix and I, and I'm all for it. I haven't seen dope sick. Um, so I might want to check that out too. That had Michael Keaton in it. And I also haven't watched, um, uh, painkiller, uh, that that's the one with Matthew Broderick. And I think Amanda Siegfried is in that one. Um, but I haven't watched that either. Those are limited series, and I don't really have time for too many limited series right now. Um, also, on November 3rd, we got The Marsh King's Daughter, stars Daisy Ridley, and I, I don't know why. I love me some Daisy Ridley, so I might check that out. Uh, what Happens Later is a rom-com um, set uh, in an airport with Meg Ryan and um, David Duchovny. Not a big David Duchovny fan, but I'm a big fan of rom-coms. I'll definitely check that out when it's streaming. I will not go to the theater to check that out. On Hulu on the 3rd of November, also we have Quiz Lady with Sandra Oh and um, Aquafina. That looks pretty funny. I will definitely check that out because it is on Hulu. Finally, November 10th, we get to some big movies that I'm looking forward to. We got the Marvels, big Marvel movie, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, Miss Marvel. Uh, 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 um, man, how did I just for, forget her name? That uh, Molly Khan, something Kamala Khan. There you go. I was thinking of the actress's name. Uh, Kamala Khan, Mar Monica Rambeau, Miss Marvel, the Marvels coming out November 10th. That is going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. A lot of people hate Captain Marvel. We all know why. Um, and I'm here for it. it. The movie looks fun. It's only an hour and 30 minutes. It's going to be a real, real, real fun, light, exciting romp where we get to see superheroes punch things and make things blow up. Also on November 10th, we have Dream Scenario uh, that stars a movie. Uh, I think it's the A24 movie. Um, star Nicolas Cage, where everyone in the world goes to sleep one night and dreams about Nicolas Cage. This actually happens every night, or at least my dream. Never mind. Um, bad joke. Uh, but dream scenario, uh, Nicolas Cage plays this absolutely normal guy whose life is upended when everyone goes to sleep and dreams about him. Like the entire planet, uh, which is a very awesome concept for a very awkward uh, dramedy that is probably going to be one of my top 10 movies of 2023. Also on November 10th, we got David Fincher and Michael Fassbender in The Killer. I've not seen any previews. I'm not going to watch any previews for this movie. I'm going to actively avoid previews for The Killer. So 
Uh, it's definitely about a killer. Um, and I, that's all I want to know. It stars Michael Fassbender. He's awesome. Uh, it's a David Fincher movie. I heard it's not as heavy as other David Fincher movies, but I'm all there for it. Uh, I'm there for it. I can't wait for it. And it comes out on Netflix on November 10th. Um, it actually comes out in the theater, I want to say two weeks before that, but I'm definitely going to wait for Netflix to see this movie. November 17th, we got The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I'm really looking forward to that. I enjoyed The Hunger Games trilogy or quadrilogy um, when they decided to make the last two movies and the two, uh, last two movies from one book. I enjoyed all of those movies. And we've moved away from the teen teenage dystopian movie phase in our life where every movie, like every studio wanted to jump in on this teen uh, dystopian future uh, sci-fi movies. And thank God that we've moved away from that. But The Hunger Games coming back, we might be back into a renaissance. Maybe we'll finally get the last of that uh, um, insurgent uh, trilogy. Maybe maybe they'll close it out now. Shailene Woodley is not as big of an actress as she was when that movie first came out. So maybe they can get her to come back and do the last one. So is Theo James. I don't think Theo James has been uh, since the Underworld and the Insurgents series. You know, and Miles Teller, he's a pretty big star, but I think he'll do the last one if you ask him. Uh, also on the 17th of November, we got Thanksgiving. Eli Roth's, you know, Thanksgiving horror movie. Um, Next Goal Wins, uh, Ty, Ty, Taika Wakiki, uh, Watiti, uh, his movie with Michael Fassbender about um, America Samoa's World Cup bid. Um, also, November 17th, big, big movie for my family, Trolls Band Forever. Um, my kids love Trolls. They love Trolls World Tour. And we're definitely going to the theater to see Trolls Band Forever, uh, you know, about about uh, tree or branches, um, boy bands, brothers who get back together for one last concert. All for that. Uh, November 22nd, once again, Ridley Scott, Joaquin Phoenix and Napoleon. Y'all know I don't like period pieces. I don't like historical war movies unless it's Saving Private Ryan or Band of Brothers, um, but Napoleon just doesn't do it for me. I'm not a, like, one, I know nothing about Napoleon, and I care to know that. Why do I need to, why does any human need to care about Napoleon Bonaparte? Why? We don't. I don't. Maybe other people do, but I don't. Uh, so I'm not, this is not high on my list. Disney's, uh, Disney's Wish comes out on November 22nd, so it might be two weeks that I'm taking the kids to the, to the theater. Oh, that's going to be awesome, because uh, I don't know what this movie is about, but it's an animated movie. It's a Disney movie, so we're going to see it. Um, also, Maestro comes out on Netflix, uh, and that's the story about Leonard Bernstein um, that stars Bradley Cooper, and everybody's talking about how this is like Oscar bait. Uh, it's on it's on Netflix, so I'll definitely check it out. Um, also, this movie called Saltburn. Once again, my YouTube movie critic circles. Everybody saw the preview, and they're super excited about this kind of teenage dangerously. I've seen this before. It's called Cruel Intentions, um, and, and it's just not my cup of tea. But once again, it's coming out on Netflix, so 
Oh, no, this this one is not. I was thinking of another movie. Uh, this one isn't coming on Netflix, but it's definitely a streaming movie for me if I ever actually do watch it. December 1st, we got Godzilla Minus One. Once again, another preview that I don't want to see. I want to walk into this Godzilla movie and just be blown away by the fact that it's Godzilla on the movie screen. Also on uh, Netflix, May, December is starring... Um, Natalie Portman and um, what is her name? I can't think of her name right now, uh, but she looks like an older Natalie Portman. But this is a movie uh, that's coming out on Netflix that kind of got me a little bit interested um, called May, December. So that's coming out on December 1st, December 8th, the day after the greatest day in the planet, my birthday. Uh, we got Poor Things, which is an updated version of Frankenstein with... Um, Emma Stone playing the Frankenstein monster, which is insane if you think about that, because it's Emma Stone. God bless her. Um, and also on Netflix on December 8th, Leave the World Behind. Not exactly sure what this is about, but I'm going to watch it. Uh, December 15th, Anyone But You, another romantic comedy. And December is a pretty weak month. I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty weak December because uh, you got Anyone But You, which is a rom-com um, and then Wonka, which I'm not excited about either. I'm, I've never been a big Willy Wonka fan. I wasn't a big uh, Willy Wonka and a Chocolate Factory fan. I didn't dig, you know, um, uh, Johnny Depp's take on the character. I just thought the movie was weird. I've always thought of the Willy Wonka character as a very weird character um, who I don't hold this huge affinity for. I love me some Gene Wilder, uh, but I just never held... Uh, that movie in as high regard as everyone else. Uh, December 22nd, we got the big Aquaman. Uh, that Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, they finally dropped a trailer for that uh, this week. And it looks pretty good. It looks uh, serviceable. I just hope it's not three hours. Um, they got Black Manta looking like a beast. My man Yaya Mateen Abdul is out there looking like a true menace. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that for him in itself. He was one of the bright spots of the original Aquaman. In the preview, they showed Amber Heard for maybe like two seconds, which I thought was hilarious uh, because they found out that Aquaman's a dad. So if he's a dad, then I'm guessing she's a mom. So she has to be in the movie somewhat. But like the fact that they use her so minimally in the marketing is just hilarious to me. Um, also on the 22nd, we got the Iron Claw. Finally, we're getting that Kerry uh, Von Erich movie starring Zac Efron, where he just gets completely jacked to play Kerry Von Erich uh, in the movie about the Von Erichs, which is one of the most tragic uh, wrestling family stories ever. Um, and then Rebel Moon comes out. Rebel Moon Part 1, The Child of Fire, that comes out on December 22nd. And then my most anticipated movie, comes out on Christmas Day of this year, The Color Purple. Um, I am, I love The Color Purple. I loved it growing up as a kid. I've never gone to see the Broadway musical, um, but the fact that they're updating the movie, it's a musical, it's The Color Purple, starring Fantasia, starring uh, Domingo Coleman as Mr., um, starring Hallie, uh, Haley ba Bailey um, as, as um, Nettie, and uh, starring Taraji P. Henson is Suge Avery. 
and I can't think of the actress's name who plays Oprah's character, uh, who plays, um, I can't think of her character's name. Uh, but I want to say, uh, God, I, I'm, I'm just drawing a blank right now. Uh, Corey something or other is playing Harpo in the movie and I'm excited. One Fantasia is going to sing her ass off in the movie and it's just going to be a good time. And when they, when Suge Avery sing God's going to tell, uh, you know, tell you something, um, I'm going to cry. I will definitely, I cry every time I watch Color Purple. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, God is trying to tell you some every time that Suge bursts into that church and she's singing to her dad, I have tears in my eyes. Once again, not a hugely religious person, but the power of that scene, the power of the dynamic between Suge Avery and her dad, um, just all of those things that she's gone through throughout the movie. I'm going to be in the theater. I'm going to be bawling and I'm going to be okay with that. I hope you're okay with that too. Um, I, I love The Color Purple. I love that movie. Um, it is definitely in, in my top 10 of, of you know, best movies of all time, greatest movies of all time. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. I don't think that this movie will uh, be as impactful as the original, but it's going to be a good time. Uh, also on Christmas Day, Ferrari comes out. I keep seeing these pictures of Adam Driver. Um, you know, with the glasses and the slick back hair and, and, and no, I'm not going to go see that where we all know. So no one in the world is going to go see that except for people who vote on Oscars. Everybody else is going to see the color purple. You better go see the color purple. You better show up, show out and see the color purple. It is going to be that type of deal. Just like we did on Black Panther. We better show up and we better show out to see the color purple. We better sing all them songs. We better learn the songs before the movie come out so we could be in the theater singing along with it. That's the type of energy we need to close out 2023. Color purple. Learn the songs early. Come in there and sing along with them. Yep, just like that. And on that note, we're going to end this podcast. That is the wrap up of the fall preview of 2023. I'm looking forward to quite a bit of movies on that schedule, but it's been a weak year. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, with them moving Dune to 2024 because of the actor strike uh, and, and production issues, we've, we've we've lost a lot of movies in 2023. Uh, that's going to come out, come out in 2024 and hopefully... You know, that year is going to be big. We need a we need a bounce back year. I mean, we have Barbie, don't get me wrong. Uh there were a lot of billion dollar movies this year, Super Mario Brothers, and maybe I'm just uh, you know, forgetting some of the recent classics that were made. Um, but overall, you know, a lot of a lot of movies that were supposed to do good didn't do so well. And I'm looking at you, Indiana Jones. Um but yeah. On that note, we're going to end the podcast. Definitely, once again, like and subscribe to the Have You Seen That With T YouTube channel. Uh, support your boy there. I'm going to pick up my Instagram, my IG presence. You know, follow me at TerrenceW129 on Instagram, tfarrow 129 on Twitter or X. And yeah. It was your boy T, and that was the Fall Movie Preview, and I will catch you guys next week with another dope podcast to step to.